Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to LMC Cast. We are back for another month, uh, and uh, we have a assortment of uh, tremendous people here today. We have the amazing Venato. Hello. We have the awesome Vija. Good evening. 
We have the tremendous random genius. Hello there. We have the legendary Kevin. Available as DLC. Hello. <laughs> and then you have me, Earth Hunters, but you. Uh, today we are going to be playing a previous favourite of Jamaica. Um, the game where we are pirates racing around the Caribbean for reasons I've never quite understood. <laughs> um, about your fantasy? I mean, bear in mind my fantasy involves having a pirate ship that also has a game dev studio on it, so... Oh. Halfway there. Although, this is a point. Uh, we haven't decided who's starting this, but... Yes, we are playing Jamaica. Um, we have uh, all already set up. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, Jamaica is a game where you race around the Caribbean. Uh, every turn you roll two dice, and you have a set of cards in your hand. Whoever is the first captain uh, is the one that gets to roll the dice, and then everyone, they get to decide which order the dice go in. So um, there's a left dice and a right dice, uh, and all of our cards have two symbols on them. Uh, the symbols allow you to either go forward, go backwards, uh, collect food, collect money, or collect gunpowder. Um, so everyone then plays a card going from the captain, going around the table, and if you end up on the same spot as another person, uh, you can battle them. If you end up on a spot with cubes, you have to pay food rations. If you end up on a spot with a gold marker, you pay with gold. If you end up somewhere with a treasure chest, you get to pick a treasure from the... Um, Center of the table, uh, and yeah, first one to get back to Port Royal uh, ends the game, and then we toss up points. Um, have we decided who's going first yet? <laughs> uh, I pulled out a d twenty so we can find out. We can. I know. Start rolling. Uh, okay, cool. I've, got, I've got four. Almost right. a twenty. Don't everyone do it at once? <laughs> uh, Phil's, oh, wait, Phil's, Phil's a shooting for twenty. Mm. So unless someone else gets a twenty, uh, nope. I got a three. Three for Ian. Somebody else get a 20. I don't remember 17 how to play this game. Okay. Seventeen for you. Even. 26. No, Ooh. 18. Ooh, close. 18, not <laughs> bad. The Vija is the starting captain. So, Vija, roll the two bones.
uh, two and uh, skull. Two. So yeah. pretty low roll. <laughs> so yeah. you decide which order you want them to go in, Vija. So just to check, two is two movement, correct? No, no, no. It's, you oh, choose which order they go based on the cards in your hand, which have symbols. And then oh. you do them in the order the symbols are. Yeah. So, so you, might have if... a, you might have a, a arrow that says forward mm-hmm. and an arrow that says backwards as the second one. But you can choose whether or not you use the, uh, the two or the one for each of those accents. So you could have the two as the, as the movement forward or the one as the movement forward. So you could you could use the two yeah, to go you, back one and actually go literally back one, which might you know, yeah. work mm. out for you within the game. And you choose which order these dice go in, and we have yeah. to follow yeah. whatever you put. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I was just remembering. Uh, it has been a while since we played this. Yeah. yeah. It's difficult, because uh, basically I can only move forwards two, or backwards two, um, but Neither if I move forwards, yeah, because like, if I move forwards two, it's like I've got to pay three rations, haven't I? Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, v by think... the way, is playing uh, as the red boat which, under Captain John Rackham, uh, and his ship is called the Sudden Death, which then presumably is solved via a golden goal or something like that. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm going to say two goes first and then the skull last. I'm going to play it as two forwards and skull, which means zero backwards. No, it goes one backwards. Skull is one. Oh, one. Okay. A movement of one. So yeah, movement of one. Two food. (laughs) Now, if you can't pay whatever the thing is, you go back to the next space that you can afford. And we're going to play by second edition rules, which is you don't have to give away everything at the first port you call out. You just pay whatever you can on the next space back. Right, well, uh, I'll be paying two. Uh, Run So uh, This is going to be a fairly straightforward one for me. Uh, two gold and move forward one. Ah, now you must fight. You I are on the same... Fight. You're on... Yes, you do have to fight. Oh, but, but Beecher is a very uh, considerate friend. I don't want to shoot his boat and potentially destroy it again. <laughs> I'll have you eat those words. <laughs> are we, oh, he's out of bananas already. Oh, no. Well, so, uh, yes, uh, this means combat is a foot. Uh, I can't remember who rolls first. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's uh, whoever instigates the battle rolls first. Which uh, would be yourself. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, so, normally you would choose how much gunpowder you want to spend in the fight, but none of us have any gunpowder. Gunpowder you use to increase the attack of whatever you roll. Uh, if the player rolls a star, they immediately win. Right. Let's see what I roll. I roll on this weird dice a six or a nine, depending on which way you're looking it's at it. It's a six. They're all even numbers. And I roll eight. An eight. So Vija wins. So Vija, you may, uh, after you've gotten rid of your uh, fee for landing on that spot, of two oh. bananas. Okay. Yeah, uh, I got rid of. Oh. oh, I need to get the money first as well, don't I? For first turn. Oh yes. What? Uh, my card Ooh. was two. Was gain gold. Oh and yes. Move forward. Yeah. So I when you when it. you gain something, it has to go in a hold. Oh, yeah. Oh, there they are. 
This board uh, is very funny. It has to go in a separate hold. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Now, Every... hold can hold up to yeah. whatever is done, but basically, yeah, it's a bit weird. You have to dump everything in a hold. If you don't have any hold spare, you have to get rid of one of your holds. It's sealed. It's sealed with... It's nailed up to keep the mm. the rats out. But as Vija won, he can do one of three things. He can either steal one of uh, the Random Genius's treasures, which mm. he doesn't have any yet, uh, give a cursed treasure he has to the Random Genius, which he doesn't have yet, or steal the contents of one of his holds. And he hasn't got much of that uh, yet. I, 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 I choose to steal the contents of one of his holds, which would be the three gold doubloons. Yep. Yeah. And that goes into a new hold for you. I'm... Got it. <laughs> Yeah, if the mouse frickin' worked for long enough. There you go. Ah, thank uh, you. And that is Ian's turn. Kev. Um, Excuse me. Based based on my cards. Oh, I'm going to say, if there are multiple ships on the same space, you pick which one you want to fight. Yeah. Come um, hmm. at me. I, actually, you know what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, because otherwise there might be a whole heap of trouble, actually. Um... I'm actually going to do uh, back two, four, and one. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize that was free. Oh, well, never mind. Um, yeah, that's. I don't know what happens going backwards. That's weird. Congratulations. Um, uh, Kevin has managed to somehow break the game by just going backwards, being the first one to pass Port Royal when he goes forward next turn. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that doesn't work like that. He's got to make a lap. Um, do I? Yes, you do. <laughs> Where's uh, the rules? I actually believe it is in the rules somewhere. I mean, I've got no food now, so uh, that's worked out stupendously for me. I wanted to double check whether you actually need to spend rules, but that's an odd position. So, well, sorry, sorry, I, just, I just wanted to avoid because because uh, every other card I have, oh yeah, no, I would know have had mean. me on the same square as those two. So I'm going to be playing this card, which lets me move two forwards. And then wrong, I wrong get one. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah no, yes, yes, yes. You're definitely the green boat. <laughs> Two the green forwards. boat is nobody else. You're the flying Dutchman. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, it. And then I get one green, uh, but I then have to. Uh, I get one banana, but I then have to free pay free bananas for the spot I'm on. So that's me, uh, Ein. Right, uh, I am going to well rob the port of all its gold. I'm getting oh, gold. Two gold. Two gold and another gold. Oh, yeah. double gold. Double yeah. Gold. So that's three. I'm robbing them of the gold. I don't think the port's going to be too happy with you, I've got to say. Oh. Mm. Eh. You, you do know you have to come back at the end of the game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Comes back into port. I succeeded. Look, I got all this money from these idiots <laughs> at Port Ray. I owe. Oh. <laughs> I'll never catch the pearl. <laughs> and there, uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, Ayn is the Black Pearl. We never said who um, Random Genius was. Random Genius oh. is sailing the royal fortune. Um, Indeed. He is Anne Bonny. Mm. Um, and he pointed out, I am the I'm green. I'm uh, the Flying Dutchman, which is, for some reason, <laughs> in this game, being, uh, is the captain that is uh, Olivia Lesseur. Le- Le- who is a uh, f- who was I should say a French privateer in the early 1700s? So and Bazzoli didn't Bazzoli had, an, had a didn't have what you would think of as a normal Jolly Roger. Actually, he had a, a white ensign with a black full skeleton on it. 
I mean, to be fair, Jolly Rogers were all they're all shapes designed. and sizes. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but the, the, his one was a, a, a full white stand with a black skeleton on it. I am Samuel Bellamy, and I am piloting the wider. I don't know how you pronounce that. Let me see. Yeah, that's right. The wider. 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 Uh, and it... I am Henry Morgan, and I'm saving the Black Pearl. Uh, the traditional Black Pearl, as opposed to the fictional one. Yes, indeed. Boo. Anyway, with the round over, the captain moves on, and it is now the random genius' turn. But everyone, make sure you draw back up to three cards. Okie doke. Right. Let's see what these dice bring for us. A two and a four. Slightly okay. better. So I'm going to go two in the morning, four in the afternoon. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play gunpowder and uh, and gold. So I get two cannibals and I get four gold. Bringing his gold reserves back. Yeah. Still need food, but it's uh, better than nothing. How do we get food again? Uh, cards. You have cards that have like uh, oh, green good. meat and stuff on them. You might be able to tell from that I haven't got any. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I haven't seen. What happens? If, what happens if you don't have any food and you land on a food and a food space? You go back to the next space you can afford to do something at. Oh wow, that's great. A, so it might I be am... a coin spot potentially. So that basically means. Whatever happens until I get food, I'm not going to be able to progress, probably. Uh, unless you can get past the treasure chest, because treasure mm. chest space <laughs> no. doesn't cost anything. Okay, well, uh, see you later, boys. We'll see. Uh, what card are you playing? Well, um, since it will, it will literally do me a whole heap of nothing, uh, I'll uh, end up doing cannons and coins in that order. So two cannibals, four coins. The same as me. That's bananas. And the advantages is that you don't actually. Um... That's five. Yeah, if you don't move, you don't pay anything on the spot. You don't repay mm. again. Exactly. I'm going to say, I was... don't recall getting cannibals. There we go. Right. Uh, I'm going to play uh, cannibals in the morning and food in the afternoon. So I get two cannibals. But instead of gold, I get four bananas. Because, you know, potassium. It's important. Mm. Yeah. Fine. Uh, it's two and four, so I'm going to play uh, coins first. So two coins for me, and then movement of four. One, two, three, four. The first treasure is mine. So take the treasure chest and you... I'm going to shuffle these. Take a treasure out of the middle, unless it's something that tells you to use it immediately, or is your extra hold. Uh, you just keep that in your hand. Till the end of the game. Uh, treasures can be extra points. They can be, but uh, if it's like a bonus attack thing, you do have to show that. There's like a couple of special ones, like uh, hot, extra hold space, or you get to add something to your cannons that you have to show when you're using them. Uh, there are also cursed treasures which decrease your score at the end of the game. Hurrah! Because yes, uh, Fija, you're last up. All right, uh, I choose. Two gold and four movement. It's going to land right in front of me. Yep. So he is at a port and must pay free coin to stay there. Correct. Glad to know that I've managed to help out with your uh, uh, <laughs> your renting funds there. With your taxes. Yeah. Happy. Thank you very much for paying my port fees. <laughs> and I believe that's the end of the turn. Indeed. So the captain 
moves to Kev. Yo ho. Okay, let's see what we can let's see what we can do. See if we can get away from minus one on the board. There's a potentially an eight on movements. Yeah, because I think there is a double movement. I mean, it would certainly get you away from that. Would, there. That would be re- that would be very good if I had that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway. You can at least get to where Vija is. <laughs> anyway, good. um. Yes. Choose which order you want the dice to be in. Okay. Going to be two and then six. Okay. 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 Uh, and I am going to be going two coins and six movement. Very nice. Alright, so I get the two coins first and first of all, one and yep. two. Pop those in the hole. Plenty of coins. Um and six right. movement, which takes me plus five basically in terms of net. Which puts me back with uh, Venato, uh, no. I believe. No, one, one two, three, 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 four, four five, five, six. six. Oh, with, with oh, so you feel, so uh need to pay three coins to stay at the board. Oh great. Well that's God. Um, you might as well do a starting. Oh, yeah, might as well. There you go. There's yeah. a stack. There's a stack for you. And then you must fight Vija. I must fight Vija. Must I? Okay. Yes. How many how many bananas has he got? He's got one. one. Okay. Guess which, <laughs> okay. Guess which, guess which uh, hold I'm having. If you if you do you um, want to use your cannibals? Um. You may use as you many know what? as you we, like. We we shall use the cannibals for the purpose of. Explaining to folks what the cannonballs and how the cannonballs work. Okay, so you must choose your cannonballs before you roll the dice, and they add however many cannonballs you choose to okay. your roll. So I have from that previous turn two cannonballs. So whatever I get from the die, I add the two, as Earth I just told you. We will roll the dice like so in the air, and eight. six. So that's up to eight. eight. It's not a bad score. Right. Yeah. All right. No pressure, Phil. Come on, flying Dutchman. Oh, it's a tie. Oh, what happens in the what? event of a tie? Uh, was... You both shoot each other and uh, you both sink to the bottom and I collect all the rewards. No. What's no. that? Uh, that that yellow it... ship that looks... <laughs> nothing happens. happens. Yeah, according to the rules, if it's a tie, nothing happens. Nothing happens, shush. You still lose your cannonballs, though. I lose the cannonballs. Oh, no! But Vija doesn't steal anything from you, so... Mm. So, realistically, what you've done is freed up a, um, uh, a hold, which yeah. is... Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, I'm, uh, anyway, that's that's my turn out of the way. So on yep. to Earthheart. On to old uh, Ugh, yeah, Samuel Bellamy. Man. He, has, he has got a lot of food, hasn't he? He's yeah. got a lot yeah. of food. Mm. And as some... much as I want to move forward, <laughs> all of my yeah. cards yes. are going to be bad to do so. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to play this one, which gives me two food. That'll go and in that hold. And then six cannibals, with, but my holds are full, so I'm going to have to dump something. Um, so I'm going, to, I'm going to dump my cannonballs, which means <laughs> I have a hold with an extra four cannonballs. So six cannonballs. I'm surprised you didn't give it the banana. There's a lone banana. No, I think I'm going to need the bananas. All right. Uh, he's played Mario Kart. He's going to drop it behind him when he when he can move forward. <laughs> so, drop it like uh, it that works so well on the water. <laughs> Interesting uh, thing when we get to Vija actually, because Vija's get we're about to hit the first corner, mm-hmm. all of us, mm-hmm. and there are uh, in the other three corners, not the not counting the one where we start, there are little islands, archipelagos, or what have you, um, and you can choose which path to go around the shorter path on the inside near the main island or the longer path, which 
obviously costs more movement, but does have treasures. So mm. Vij is going to have that option first. He or Venato, I suspect. So yes. Uh, first, I get to decide, though, and I am going to do movement and get some food. So first off, the two movements. So I'm going to go along. Everyone keeps moving my boat, guys. It's one <laughs> Keep moving my boat forwards. You'll never know how I won. So I shall pay the five gold. That is expensive. Yeah. And I shall get, in return, uh, six food. Do you have to do the movement and pay um, before, or can you pay at the end with based on what square you end up on? I think you pay when you get on the square first. I think it's when all movement is resolved. Yeah. Which I had done at that point. Because other, otherwise, if, you, if you've got a double move, like a forward and a back, you're going to be paying twice, which is not wise. Yeah, but say if I'm about to move two, but then cannot afford to be on this square until the second part of my action resolves. You, if you've got double movement, you only pay the space you finally land on. Yeah, but if I, if I move first... Mm-hmm. I can't afford to be there, but I will be able to afford to le be there by the end of the second turn. Part, can I stay there? Uh, I'm going to say yes, because the paying of stuff is at the very end of your turn. You okay. resolve your actions, then you do your payment. Okay, that's fine. Good. So, ba ba based on that clarification, I'm going to do movement and food. Uh, so I move forwards to the sudden death takes the shortcut around Ooh. the island uh but that puts me on a square where i uh, i owe three food i only have one food uh, but i get six food, food. Uh, and then so, which aren't very stable <laughs> so it's like i get back when you're break. paying for stuff you can pay it from multiple holds they don't have to be from a single hold yeah and i will just to clear that hold so v just paid two from one hold and one from another Mm. Very nice. Well, I'm going to make it very easy for everyone, as it's a double movement for me. So I'm moving eight spaces. Oh, he's well getting out in front. Oh, I know he's done. He's gone for chosen for you've asked yeah. him. Indeed, and I have, with a steal, I have claimed the next treasure. Well played. So draw your treasure, and then if you need to reveal it, reveal it. Hey, I do not need to reveal it. And I think that is the end of the round. It is, it is. So, should we uh, give a quick rundown of where people are on the board uh, before we either take the next round or do the discussions? I'll just pass my captain's compass on to Earthheart for purposes of. Um, yeah, so, right. at the end, end of that round, it, in terms of ships, you've got the sudden death of Vija and the royal fortune of uh, T.A. Black, effectively on either side of the first corner island, um, followed by the Black Pearl of Venato and the, then the Flying Dutchman uh, of myself. Very close behind. Very close behind. The wider is... <laughs> trailing a little behind. Is trailing a little behind, but has, uh, but has my goodness. So I've got... That's full holds. <laughs> I've, got, yeah. I've, got, I've got one doubloon in one hold, four doubloons in another. Urfa is laden. I have six bananas in one hold, one banana in another, and two in another hold. But then I also have six cannonballs and three doubloons. I've got like three bananas in one hold, uh, another three gold in another hold, and six bananas in one other hold. So the I'm... reason why the reason why we've got all the blooming uh, 
shipping delays everywhere. It's, <laughs> it's just Bernardo taking his time with all this food. <laughs> Avija? Nope. Oh, oh no, is it my turn because no. I'm in the lead? No, no. We, we, we want to know what's in your holds. Oh, sorry. I don't know, maybe um, three gold in one, uh, then another gold in another, no, uh, oh, another two, which is now disappeared. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, this one's uh, a bit buggy. His hole's got and four bananas. <laughs> and I have one banana, two cannonballs, two doubloons, four doubloons, and a treasure. Oh, yes, I've also got treasure as well. Completely forgot okay. about that. Yeah, you don't need it till the end of the game. The big, the big mystery. Indeed. I'll tell you what, I haven't started off a month for a while, so I shall start off this month with discussion. Uh, So, there's two games that I've kind of played out outside of my normal ones this month. Um, First one is I return to Hades in order to finish off the main storyline of that one. And by main storyline, it's it's a bit weird, because with Hades being a roguelike, you're expected to play it multiple times. You're expected to finish it multiple times. I hadn't finished it with one of the two weapons, but I had finished the game a few times, and I, so I knew what was coming up. And then someone mentioned to me, oh, you have to beat it at least five times to get the proper ending. It's like, I'm pretty sure I've already beaten it five times. And I went back and checked. It's like, yeah, I have, but I haven't beaten it with every weapon yet. I hadn't beaten it with the bow yet. Um, so I gave it a couple of rounds, gave it a couple of tries, and eventually managed to beat it with a bow, and still didn't get this true ending. So I kept going, kept doing a few runs, kept on getting the claws recommended as my weapon, which is fine, because it's probably the one I'm the best with. Um, 
and got up to 10 wins. And that's when you get the final, well, the first true ending to the game. Now, I know someone in here might doesn't particularly want to be spoiled, so I won't say what that ending is. Um, but that's when the credits roll, something significant changes in the game. Um, specifically, you unlock the last, last one or two of the gifts you can get. And it unlocks a few other little bits and extra conversations in the game. Um, but obviously the game still continues after that. So I've done, I've been going on and off it and doing a couple of runs. It's still fun. Um, it's still, the harder difficulties are definitely interesting. I've started having to, one of the things the game does is if you want more, more rewards and basically you get a one-off reward, reward every time you beat a boss with a certain weapon. If you want that reward again, you then have to do a, a run that adds heat. And you add heat by adding modifiers that make the game more difficult, basically. One of those modifiers is to make the bosses more difficult. And so I've done the heat for the first boss in the game, uh, which triples the difficulty, I'm going to say. Um, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, as for the reason why it triples the difficulty, do you mind that spoiler? Or Go ahead. Uh, uh, but, yeah. I, I, so I, you... I think it'd be cool. fine. Yeah. So the first boss is one of the theories. Um, there are three theories. They randomly change which one you fight. If you upgrade the boss, you don't fight one of the Furies. You fight all three Furies at the same time. And they all have the health pool as if they were fighting them alone. So yeah, um, very difficult. Um, now you, if you increase that, it increases. It does something with the next boss. I know it does something unique with each boss. So obviously the Furies was something I was not expecting, and oh boy, did I barely survive that on my run. Um, so it's definitely interesting. I don't know how much I'll go back to Hades. I'll go back to it occasionally. I do enjoy it, but it's not my favourite roguelike, I will admit. I think I prefer it to Enter the Gungeon, which is a very punishing roguelike. But I think I definitely prefer The Binding of Isaac. That's kind of, I think, more my style, which is very chaotic random. The thing I find with Hades is it's very sterile, and there are obvious bonuses that you want to try and get. So, Athena's Reflect bonus, if you can get that on your dash, is once you get you know fairly good at the game, that's just basically a, and now I can probably win this run no matter what weapon I'm using, because it's that good. Um, other stuff like Ares Doom effects are really good, and there's a couple of combinations that make it slightly overpowered as well. So, Hades is definitely a lot of fun. It's what I recommend if you like your roguelikes. Um, if you don't like roguelikes, maybe not as much. The art style, though, is very nice, I will say. Um, and it's some very inter interesting interpretations of the gods. The other game I played did come out this month as well, and that is the Klonoa Fantasy Reverie, which is a remake of the two mainline Klonoa games. I think there are a few spin-offs on handheld consoles, which kind of wish they'd included those as well, but these two have been fully remade for this collection. Um, I haven't really got into the second game yet, so the, I've played the first game. I've got 150 gems on every level except the extra vision. 
because I hate myself and there's no reason for me doing those perfections because there's not even a trophy associated with it, but I need an extra challenge. Um, as far as the Klonoa games go, though, it's a fairly simple platform platformer. There's nothing particularly amazing about it, but it's got a lovely art style, lovely music, kind of a heart-wrenching story when you think about it. And the game works. It, the game is beautiful on PlayStation 5. There's not much more to it. If you were a fan of the original, it's great. What I will say is I'm running into a similar issue with this as I ran into with Sonic Origins, which is there is a really big delay on input controls. Oof. Now, part of it is the PlayStation controller, but not entirely because other games do respond far more quicker. Klonoa is also nowhere near as bad as Sonic Origins. It's less than a second. Um, whereas Sonic Origins is more than a second delay on inputs, which is really bad. Um, but it does make me wonder if there's some issue with multi-platform optimization um, and people not spending enough time with some of those. I think that might be the cause because, um, yeah, I actually also have the Glenno again. Um, mm. I have it for the PS4. And um, I'm suffering slow down and stuttering on it when I've been playing through the first level. Uh, so I think it's I don't think it's optimised great for the PS4 to be honest. It sounds like it's not been optimised great for PlayStation full stop but which is a shame because it was originally a PlayStation 1 game so. I know that that's kind of why I bought it for the PS, uh, PS4 was because it was oh it was a PlayStation um PlayStation start on PlayStation, let's go for that, but now it's kind of think, oh, kind of feels that I might have wanted to go for the Xbox or the Switch version. I definitely wouldn't want to go for Switch version. Um, I have not heard good things about that port. Um, well, I, I played the demo of it. It started less than the PlayStation 4 version, let's put it like that. Oof. I imagine though it's also not quite as pretty on that one. About the same, to be honest, I think. Yeah, fair enough. I imagine the PlayStation ones are a better resolution still, and so yeah, but, yeah. Um, but no, I've enjoyed. I, I mean, I certainly, I say I enjoyed it. There were some frustrating bits. The one, the the thing that frustrates me the most is there are some very, very tight challenges if you're going for the hundred and fifty gem challenges on every level. Um, like you have to be absolutely perfect on some of the later levels. That is ridiculous. They are. Very ridiculous for what they're asking. I've started Klonoa 2. Um, I haven't got that far in it, though, yet. And I've never played Klonoa 2 before. I've played a demo, but I've never played the full game. So this is a brand new experience for me, but that'll be next next month, because I've had about an hour on it so far. Um, so, yeah. Lunatus Vale, or whatever it was. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah Luna, Lunatus Vale, I think. I'm not sure. Hang on, I've got the game. Game box here. Somebody's veil. Lunatic's veil. There, there is that. The, it's interesting because you between the two two games is like a big thing about the fact of what Klonoa actually is. But uh, hey, that's a surprise for if you play it. Klonoa is like Gonzo. They're a whatever. <laughs> Not quite. Okay, according to the game box I have for uh, Klonoa, apparently there's in-game purchases. I didn't know that. Oh dear. 
Not as far as I've seen. I know that. Unless that's... it's a future thing. Unless it's a future thing. Hey, if if the future thing is, hey, you can now buy the Game Boy Advance games on oh, emulator, yeah. then fine. I'm happy with that in that purchase. Oh, that, I'd, I'd be happy with that as well. The more uh, the more sort of uh, games that could be preserved for future generations, the better, in my opinion. Mm. But you know what? I think in the end, I'm just glad that they are, you know, keeping these games. We've had a remake of Klonoa before on the Wii, and I was tempted mm. to dig that one out to uh, have a look and see how it compared. Found out the Wii one does have, like, alternate costumes as well, which is interesting. Oh, it does, yes. Um, right. Which I'm like, why, why can't we have that for this one, then? Um... And there's a couple of other things I'm gonna, that I remember the Wii version having extra content that's not in this one. That I'm like, okay, so why didn't you bring that over as well? Which is an interesting one, but you know, I can. A lot of people didn't like the Wii one for various reasons because it wasn't faithful enough. So maybe that's the reason they've kind of erred on the side of caution here. Um, and again, who knows? Maybe those bonuses will come in as DLC down the line. Maybe, maybe. But, Hey ho! Um, that's really about all of my gaming because I just haven't had time. I've also been playing a bit of Borderlands with Turbo when I've been able to. Um, it's been interesting going back to that game. It's a very, it's a very odd game by these standards, and yet has some stuff, some quality of life stuff that feels like it's missing out on modern games. Uh, such as um, has a really interesting feature where it goes, ah, you've played this content with a friend already, so rather than make you play it again, now that you've caught up to where you started playing with your friend, we'll just skip all those chapters and let you get up to the same place you were with your friend. That's brilliant. That's just a great feature for a drop-in, drop-out co-op game. Now, admittedly, because Borderlands is very open-world, questy type, makes a little bit more sense than, say, the level types that you sometimes get with these things, so stuff like Left 4 Dead or such. But, you know, it's it's nice to see a game that old still has really nice quality of life features in it. Um, so, yeah. The other thing I was going to talk about is something I've been watching recently, which is a um, YouTube series called uh, Oxventure in the Dark. Uh, which is their Blades in the Dark playthrough. Um, I think everyone here has played Blades in the Dark except me. I haven't either. Oh, haven't you? I thought no. you were in that game. No, I wasn't. Ah. Um, but Blades in the Dark is similar to D&D, but also very, very different. But it's a tabletop RPG. Um, but it's much more dark and gritty, and it's based in a place called Volusport, I believe. I cannot remember. It's it has been a <laughs> while since I last played it. Um, but for, yeah, fair enough. But you play as kind of seedy underground types taking on jobs. Um, now the Oxventure are outside Xbox and outside extra guys who originally did D and D stuff with uh, their DM Johnny Chiarini. Um Blaze and Duck actually switches two of their roles around. One of the players from the D and D group. DMs for Blades in the Dark and their DM Johnny plays as another character he also had a lot of experience with Blades in the Dark before they started so he's also kind of been the guiding hand for them um, and they've been doing a second series which comes out every Sunday so I've been following along with that one and one thing I quite like is that 
while the D&D stuff always tries to have as much of the group as possible, you know, sometimes they're miss they one of them is missing because they're ill, sometimes one of them is missing because of uh, paternity leave or similar. Um, that has happened twice <laughs> in their career now. Um, whereas Blades in the Dark, they actually... The opening and the fin- final of the seasons are always the entire gang. But the rest of the time, they have, like... Uh, they only pick two of the gang to go on smaller side missions that still go towards their major goal or are something a little bit more personal to their characters that they're sharing with one of the others. But it's a very interesting, different dynamic to basically just have your DM and two other characters, but still affects the rest of the group. So um, to give an example from the first season, there's one where they're like, hmm... In order to get in this place, we're going to have to have a lot of money, so we're just going to borrow those out of the team funds and just make sure we win it at least that much back, if not more. I will say it doesn't go as well as they'd hoped, but, you know, that's uh, how these things work sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'll be looking forward to the second se- series. Um, they do occasionally reference their other series as well. The first one references a character from one of their very early adventures as a dramatised in a theatrical opera form, which, um... Oh gosh, are they doing the theatrical opera version of the Spicy Rat Incident? No, it's a few episodes later than that. Um, and one that makes more sense to be theatricized, basically. Um, but they're, they're... They're sneaking in behind the scenes of the opera rather than performing the opera, so... You only get bits and pieces of it. Um, but no, I've been thoroughly enjoying that. Uh, each episode is about two hours, which, compared to stuff like... Because I've also been watching bits and bobs of Critical Role here and there, and their episodes range from three to four and a half hours, and sometimes that can just be a little bit too long. Um, whereas... You know, this two-hour slot is just kind of just a nice sit down and watch while I'm quickly doing something else like cooking or, um, you know, a bit of side work. So, but yeah, I've been really enjoying it. They've done four episodes now. First one, all the gang, and the next three have been three very different heists. Um, some of them end up. Well, the, uh, let's just say one of them ends up going not very well at all. I mean, so... it's it Blaze in the Dark. That's kind of half the point, is that the heists will go wrong at some point in some way in some form. Normally, yes. Um, one of their heists actually goes off almost without a hitch, other than the initial premise of the heist. Um, which is, it was very interesting, but it was kind of suited the characters as well, which was... Mm. Um, the the characters are very, they very, their personalities very much shine through. Um, I think Barnaby is a fan favourite because I, I while, love he's, Barnaby. <laughs> while he's trying this, oh yes, I'm being a thief, but I'm also a socialite and I like my name getting out there. And also, I, I don't want to do any fighting this stuff. It's just, if you know my name, then you'll treat me and you'll basically do what I say. <laughs> and, I'm, I'm just doing this because I'm bored. <laughs> Basically, I heard it was a good. I heard it was good fun. Basically, think um, think Bertie Wooster in that kind of mould. 
I have no uh, idea who Bertie Wooster was oh, doing. Uh, so. Jeeves and Wooster, PG Woodhouse uh, characters. So Bertie Wooster's uh, probably most famous as being played by Hugh Laurie back in the 90s. Uh, basically, enough. a 1920s. Um, basically, I don't know how you explain it. Just basically, your your stereotypical 1920s uh, boss. Yes, typically that. Um, I think thinks he has many good ideas, but in fact, they're all bad. Yeah, that's fair. Um, one of the other interesting, uh, the one I, one of the other ones I find quite interesting is Edvard because he is an inventor. And it's constantly like, oh, I'm going to invent this thing that exists in the current world because I really want to have something like a grappling hook launcher. <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. His, his um, most famous one being um, the, fr- the Triple M. But as for what that is, you'll have to wait and see and try it for yourself. Uh, so yeah, I most of the episodes are on the Xbox Extra channel, I think, but there's links to both uh, to both the D and D series and the Blades in the Dark series on both their channels, so it should be easy to find. Yeah, that's pretty much everything from me for the month. So shall we continue? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>